Hey everybody, my name's Johan Philip. And I'm Matt Carvel. And we are live! Every Tuesday afternoon for Live Lunch. That is the place that we take the Sunday teaching and we have a discussion about it. We unpack the different themes, ask some different questions, and we're inviting you to get involved in it. Have a listen or submit some questions, that's all. And we have food. So if you want to find out about some good eating options around Brighton and Hove, tune into Live Lunch. So you get fed. Well, we get fed physically, but you get fed spiritually. Uh, Tuesdays at 1pm live on Instagram, then the video does sit on YouTube and podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can join in with the conversation at Live Lunch, we are emmanuel.com forward slash live lunch. We look forward to seeing you there. See you then. Hey everyone, welcome to Live Lunch. This is the place that we continue our conversation from uh, Sunday and uh, have a bit of discussion about how we uh, unpacked the uh, series that we've been going through here at Emmanuel, a series called Virtual Jesus and looking at the I Am statements uh, of, of Jesus and uh, it's been it's been great so far, I think. I've certainly enjoyed it. Um, and uh, I'm missing my esteemed co-host, uh, Johan. He is uh, on the other side of the world and hopefully back uh, very soon. Um, and uh, apologies also that we missed last week with Live Lunch. We uh, were, were hit in a few directions that last week. And also, I'm just getting all the bad news out of the way first. Also, we won't have an episode next week either because it's after and many of us are away. So apologies for that. So it feels like live lunch is like a rare commodity these days. <laughs> but hopefully it will be even more worthwhile Come because on. of that. See, that's a great Quality. analogy. That is a great analogy. And I'm, just, <laughs> I'm pleased with myself for that. I'm Matt, by the way. And this is George. Hello, Great yes. to have you, George. Tell us about yourself. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You've managed doing to well. almost you know, navigate around the colds and flus that are going around, but you're... Yes. Uh, I'm sort of 50% here. Yeah. And so um, hopefully the things I say will make sense. Um, we've also... Uh, our baby Olive is almost three months old. Three months and I think early. last time I was on here, so we spoke about that coming. And uh, she... She laughed the first time the other day. Oh, that's Aww. cute. Which is huge, frankly. That yeah. is huge. It's huge news for us. And uh, finally getting something <laughs> back. something you said? It was not <laughs> any of my jokes. It, no, it was at my that's wife. A, that's the greater joy that is to come. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll still make the jokes, but she's not laughing at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. And Toby, great to have you back as well. Hello. Yes, good how's, to be here. How's it going for you? Yes, it is going okay. Healthy. And, good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. All is well. Great, great, great. And we have got food from, I believe, the Athenian, uh, some yep. Greek, Greek wraps, which I'm very much enjoying. It's always, uh, always great food on uh, Live Lunch. Thanks to all the team who have put this all together. Let's dive straight into uh, the message from Sunday. Toby, you were preaching. Mm-hmm. You were preaching, I am the resurrection and the life. We're looking at John 11, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe just give us a quick uh, recap of, of the message, really. Yeah, gladly. Um, so... Yeah, preached on uh, I am the resurrection and the life, and I, um, I guess I really um, uh, aim to focus on, um, firstly, um, on death. Um, I thought it's probably a good idea to start with what Jesus is going to raise us up from, and I, it's not something that we talk about so much. So I was, I thought I'm going to spend a good amount of time looking at um, what I called the what I called the intermediate state, which is uh, the period between um, the spirit leaving the body in death right up until uh, the moment Jesus returns and the body is raised from from the dead for the, for the believer and they're reunited. Um, and so we looked at kind of 10, we looked at what Jesus said in the passage about falling asleep and we looked at 10 things um, that um, I felt that he, he he's pointing to in means that we can kind of um, 
understand and draw comparisons with in relation to that state. And then I went into the, the preach proper, if you like, and, 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 and preached a passage a little bit um, and uh, spoke about how Jesus, being the resurrection life, um, raised up all the characters, um, all the, 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 the friends of his in the passage. Um, that was Martha, Mary and, and Lazarus. Uh, and then just went into some um, detail in relation to uh, the individuals and how he looked to achieve resurrection and actually how he was very comfortable with using other people. Um, so he used Martha to raise up Mary and actually he used Martha and Mary to raise up Lazarus through their praying and mm -hmm. inviting Jesus into the situation. Um, and so it's just, it just wonderful seeing Jesus move um, just so just so graciously in that situation and the end result was everybody was happy rejoicing mm -hmm. and raised mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah 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 brilliant one of the things you said in in the course of it which it was really uh, arresting and and speaks right to the the title of jesus like, i am the resurrection and the life is that jesus um the resurrection is some you, you sorry you get it right resurrection is something that jesus is it's not just something that he does mm. he, obviously he does do it. he raises people up uh, but it's something he is like i know george and i were talking about that earlier like well such an amazing thing it's hard to get even grab what does that even mean what does that look like what what tell it tell us some more about that the resurrection being something that jesus is what does that mean what does that mean for us mm, mm, absolutely so when jesus speaks um about um well when paul specifically speaks his favorite um designation and term for being associated with jesus as being in him mm. being in him and so everything that we have is basically through our being in so united so joined you can't it's not that jesus is close um he's in, you're he's in <laughs> he's in you you're in him you can't get any closer uh, and, and that speaks to the resurrection because resurrection is is in him it's like it's this it's it is it is him we, we see that pretty clearly on the yeah. on the cross um and in the resurrection from uh, subsequent resurrection uh, because jesus was killed <laughs> he died mm. um but you know death couldn't hold him down why because he is the resurrection it's impossible yeah. it, you can't hold the guy that is the resurrection down because he just raises up and so um he, he, he going into his crucifixion he, he knew that he knew that he was a resurrection and he had great confidence along with the prophetic um declarations right through the old testament that actually he was going to be raised up and he knew he's the resurrection mm -hmm. and so with us being in him um that is how ultimately we as believers on the last day will be raised from the dead by by jesus himself and that's that's something of what it means that he he is the resurrection and also i did touch on it on sunday it, he doesn't pray for it jesus does pray um someone after the service asked me i think i seen jesus pray um in the bible and i was like no no i wasn't what i was hope trying to say anyway perhaps i didn't do a very good job but he does pray a lot he prays more than anyone um but when he's raising people from the dead casting out demons calming storm cursing fig trees and the like he doesn't pray he just commands because those that, that ability is in him because he is the author of life so yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, it's wonderful. I was watching, um, this has just come to mind as you were speaking. I was watching someone last night. Um, I won't say what it is because it's embarrassing in terms of, no, it's, it's not embarrassing. It's um, Bobby. No, it's just like an old wow. TV detective show. It's just like cringe for other people who don't, Columbo. Know, who don't know the genius of it. Anyway, that's another point. Inspector Gadget. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I was trying to say it so it wouldn't be a distraction and then it becomes a bigger <laughs> yeah, distraction. Yeah. Everyone's like, what is the program? <laughs> I'm not going to say. Um, 
but it, it the, the setting of it was it was a church it was quite a high uh, sort of anglican church and it had um, um statues of jesus on the cross and um and it's like that's such a contrast to the way that we do church and part of the reason that we don't have that we don't even in our buildings even have a cross partly it's because like well jesus is not there anymore and i think even as christians and and in a well-meaning way you want to be reverent towards the gospel and what jesus has done on the cross and that's always going to be something that we're going to talk about and preach about and sing about and we have communion you know because that and that points us no, and we do that because Jesus told us to do it. Um, but we we don't want to leave people with the impression that Jesus is still on the cross and somehow mm. that that's where he is. But actually, it's the life of God that we're in, um, being in Christ now and fellowship uh, with him and his power. And it's, yeah, I don't know, we were sort of saying before, it's probably some, the resurre- the, even just the doctrine of the resurrection is probably something that we, you know, neglect a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I think um, I think Toby um, was saying earlier. We were talking about it. We we do talk about the cross a lot, which is appropriate. Um, but whether the balancing, the weighting of our understanding of the gospel mm. starts d- starts with the cross and doesn't doesn't often finish with the resurrection, yeah. or in our in our preaching or our songs, we might lean towards the minor key and the suffering. Um, and the blood in you know which are all in things we want to want to do uh, but might not necessarily get so much to the resurrection and to the uh the joy of the the other side of it and maybe we do when we get to easter or something like that we'll do a good friday and we'll do an easter sunday and then we'll we'll sing see what a morning or some song that we don't get out any other time of the year um because that's when we get to the resurrection and um yeah i i wonder what we think why we think that might be and uh, how we address that i think one thing that we said was we live in uh in a society we live in the west where actually death isn't our primary concern maybe it is for you personally but in general um particularly considering the context into which these the scripture was written initially um we you know death is prolonged you know our average lifespan is uh, much much longer um, than it was then um, we you know, people who are older go into older people's homes we have hospitals for people who are sick and we can be kind of quite clinical in how we push death away and then rush to escapism and things and so maybe our felt need isn't necessarily i need to hear that there's a resurrection i need to hear that death's defeated yeah. and our felt need is i'm feeling a bit bad about myself i want to feel fulfilled and maybe i'm feeling guilty about something i need to feel forgiven um, i want that kind of hope there but i wonder if <clears throat> when as songwriters preachers pastors mm. just members of a church loving each other when we when we ex- when we know people's felt needs maybe it's not always immediately death and so the resurrection doesn't immediately speak to mm. our felt need mm. uh, wrongly or rightly um yeah what else do we think why else do we think that might be yeah i i, I well i was gonna flip it flip it around yeah. and be like so what would so if we if if we're saying maybe we neglected just generally mm. uh, the the resurrection as a as a doctrine and and you know not if we as a church and as, as Christians got hold of it more what difference do you think that would make to people's you know, Christian walk there's an understanding if they were more living in the good of the you know the knowledge of Jesus resurrection not just that he's died for our sins and you know um, you know what the cross has accomplished, but what the resurrection has accomplished. I, 
I, I genuinely think we'd be happier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we'd be more joyful. Um, really, because it's such a, a glorious, happy doctrine. Um, it, it, you know, I, it feels like I've I've studied it quite a bit just recently. I feel like I've done two or three preaches that have, have been that's been a key note of, of the of the message, and um, it's just glorious. Like when we think about death, like it's like the great Christian hope is the resurrection. Like you know, there's really good news to talk about in the intermediate state. You know, once if once a Christian, when a believer dies and is in the presence of Christ, um, spoke about that a lot on Sunday. Um, but that's not actually the end of it. The, the great Christian hope is the, the resurrection from the dead. The, the, the New Testament speaks about that. And when we consider, actually, we think about death and we think, oh, that's a that's a, such a sad thing, a sorrowful thing. Like, I, one day I will die and I'll leave my mm. family. And we think, oh, that's this big looming thing hanging over us. But actually, it's not the case. What the 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 the, the looming thing having hanging over a believer is the resurrection yeah. of the dead, and and that is life eternal. That is heaven coming down from heaven to earth and uh, being reunited with the earth as it was once uh, in the beginning, and God Himself dwelling, walking in the cool of the day with us. He will be our God. We will be His people, and we will be on this earth. It's not even like we go away to heaven, mm. like. It's like we're going to come back. So just as Jesus will return, we will return. Actually, because yeah. this yeah. earth will be the, the 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 location where God lives, where God abides. And I think when you when you start to think that, when you thought I'm coming back, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm going away, and that is ultimately the final word mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. eternal word on my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just does you good. It makes you happy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't make you feel you feel less death because you know i've got something so much better coming just the other side of of death as we call it when we Mm -hmm. fall asleep and i've got even stuff even better Mm -hmm. coming Mm -hmm. at the return and actually meditating on the resurrection helps us um move away from death being this kind of gloomy thing like the final word on my life because the final word on the christian's life is a happy is a happy one it's a joyful one yeah that's not to say though is it that um that there's no place for grief though in 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 a Christian's life. I mean, you you know, you were talking on Sunday and gave the example of, of your brother who died and that sort of thing. And I know there'll be lots of people who would be listening to that and would resonate with that with their with their own experience, their own experience of grief, or their own experience of loss. Yeah. And that's we don't want to at the same time is it's the hope, but it's not you know just get over that. You know, it's mm. not just a sort of well, you don't need to feel that because Jesus risen again. It's like that that is still as the, the grieving for the loss and the separation, even if it's only temporary, is still part of Correct. Christian experience, isn't of it? Of course. And I think, you know, a, a dear sister came up to me on Sunday after I preached in the morning and, and she asked me the question. I said, um, when I lost my brother when he was 18, um, I said it was the worst day of my life. Mm. And and she said, kind of given all that you've preached, you know, why would you say that was yeah, the worst day of your life? Too, yeah. And I thought, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the answer I gave to her was this, that... Um, in this passage jesus wept mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he he legitimately cried yeah, and yeah, he yeah. you know and um he cried knowing in about five minutes i'm going to raise him up mm-hmm. like five minutes so it wasn't a super fit yeah so so like it's like there's this there's this mingling of of uh sorrow <laughs> um and that's very appropriate um um and this 
this understanding that actually joy is to come um joy joy now in this in the sense that he knowing he would was with the lord with god mm. the father mm-hmm. if you like mm-hmm. but also a joy to come in the resurrection and so whenever someone dies and i do think as well it's worth saying that um i do think that the younger a per- the more this is an unhelpful word but i'll use it anyway the more untimely mm. a person's death is if a person dies very young i do think that that is um uh, I don't want, I don't say worse, but certainly that it is more inappropriate. It feels more, this isn't right. You yeah. know, there's a, when a someone has lived a life and has died at 95 years old, for example, a ripe old age, there's still mourning, it's still great sadness and it's appropriate mm-hmm. to mourn. Mm-hmm. But it, there's, it, there's not the sense of kind of, this, this is really, really wrong. And I, and I think that's worth saying. I think we've just yeah. got to be real about it. You know, it's different losing someone that's 95 to a child that's six months old, you know. Um, but, ultimately we trust the lord and we trust his goodness through all of it and actually that there is he's a good he's a he's he's good he's a good shepherd Mm, mm -hmm. and and also i'll take the opportunity to to mention as well um i spoke a lot about death um but i I didn't speak much about dying and i I did want to just say a, a couple of words on dying because i think that there are a lot of people a lot of christians i would say in my experience fear death and um and when we talk about death i think we need to carve it into two right i think we need to um talk about dying and death because though they are uh, part of the same process they're two very different things and i think the bible does give us lots of encouragement re regarding dying and i i i see i see one of the one of the best things that i've seen i see in the bible one of the most encouraging things i should say is the, the thief on the cross I just see Jesus there. And when you consider he's in his own agony and he's in his own pain mm-hmm. and he, he, as he's, as he's there, he, it's like, he doesn't care about his own suffering and he turns his head to this thief on the cross and he begins to encourage him and he begins to coach him and he begins to um, lead him through this experience of dying. It's mm-hmm. like Jesus is the good shepherd and he doesn't, he, I want, this is a sheep now who's just, just been saved just been saved i am going to lead him now through to the other side i don't care about myself i know what i'm going to lead him and he he, he leads him to the other side into 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 paradise and uh, and, and it, which is why I, I think psalm 23 verse 4 could have been written about written by the thief on the cross when you think about it even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death mm-hmm. i will fear no evil because you you are with me like jesus you are with me and that's not just poetry it's because jesus is the good shepherd he's your good shepherd in life he's your good shepherd into death um and so we are to expect the presence of jesus in the process of dying um because he's a great high priest he's a high priest in hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 that is able to sympathize with us in our weaknesses and he sympathizes as one who and i'll come to an end in a moment he sympathizes as one who who knows death himself like he knows what it is to die mm. and so he is uniquely able to care for us in our dying moments yeah yeah and i think one of, one of the aspects that the, the spin-offs of that is that the christian has a much is able to access a much broader understanding of life and death because jesus helps us with that i mean i think that's that's one of the reasons that you know what we're talking about before of of why people in this day and age and we're all susceptible to it are so focused on the material you know and the, and the present and want to shun away death is because outside of 
scripture there's not good answers to it you know there is you know you might as well ignore the question because you know there isn't you know what happens when we die if, if you think you just say, oh it's nothing and all you're left with is just the reality of it the pain of it the loss of it and and uh, there's not good so yeah it's understandable that people mm. don't want to talk about it i think i mean i've I'm, you know noticed i'm sure you have as well culturally um, in recent times there has been a bit more of a, a move to acknowledge that we need to talk about death and I think that you know there's examples um, uh, where people you know in terms of podcasts and on the news articles and in newspapers and people and it is it's it's that's, that's a good that's a good thing you know I think that's a good thing partly it's a good thing because it's it's a Bible thing, you know. It's it's being real about truth rather than just trying to be, ignore it and suppress it. But um, that's the stark, the stark contrast, isn't it, between um, I guess secular views about death and dying and what Christ has said is like the best without Christ. The best is just trying to make the idea of death a bit more tolerable. Tolerable. Jesus and the resurrection mm. there's an actual answer to yeah, this and yeah. I think and that chimes with people's experience you know that you know you mentioned about when people die and it's untimely it's like there's such a wrongness mm. that everyone feels for that isn't there that this is not like death itself but particularly it's just is not right and mm. I think everyone mm. feels that but without any frame of understanding and real truth that speaks to that people don't know what to do with that they but they feel the emotion and it's actually a really you know a wonderful evangelistic opportunity to say mm-hmm. there actually is hope mm-hmm. and it is real and it is true um and um yeah and that's another another way of speaking you know for, for the church for us to be speaking about the resurrection as a mm-hmm. as an important thing it's yeah. not just important for the church it's important for the world it's important for the people that are trying to we're trying to reach mm. uh, and actually and again probably sure in your uh, experience when you have a friend or have a family member who uh, has experienced grief experienced loss that can be an opportunity to t- you know p- people are forced into being be able to speak about the reality of life and death in a way that they, you know number four and actually people can be quite open to hearing about yeah you know, what so wait a minute I'm going through what do you actually believe about this because I'm struggling right now mm-hmm. and uh, you know as as we want to help people and not just like oh right I'm glad you asked well here mm. you go yeah. it's like meet people in that pain but mm. actually speak of the hope that we know in him and it, we are creatures of hope human beings Christian or not we, 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 we are when you you know taking that example you know we all I'm sure will know someone who has lost someone um, and who, who who don't believe in in any yeah, in God uh, don't believe in Jesus uh, or in God the Father and um, but they will may say things like you know I feel their presence I know they're still with me I know they're in a better place yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's 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 not based on what they believe it, but there's something in them that longs yeah hope yeah hope right that they, they, they there is but it's almost like that the dots aren't haven't been connected because it it it, it you know. It, it doesn't make sense to to not believe in God and to believe in annihilationism, which is to that we cease to exist. We just mm. don't, you know, we just finish at the point of death and then still believe in, in, in those things. And, and, and the Bible has, as you're saying, Matt, just good news. And, and the best thing is it's not just 
this will be nice wouldn't this would be a nice thought if yeah, this were true yeah, like yeah. this is no there's been a uh, there's been a man a man mm. that has died mm. and has risen from the death yeah. and, and the dead and has lived to tell the tale and continually leads the church as someone who knows what it is to die and rise and and so it, it is it's just there's it real concrete stuff and, mm. and that's why we we often talk about uh, if a person is struggling with the uh, with christianity the if if you're struggling with christianity look into the evidence of the resurrection of jesus christ mm. it is the great elephant in the room it is people think that oh surely that's been disproved or oh, that can't have been yeah. I, i'd encourage you to go on alpha and look mm. at the, the 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 just the evidence it's overwhelming and over through history there have been people that have tried to write books seeking to disprove the uh, evidence of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and they themselves has ended up have ended up Christians mm-hmm. um, because it's just so convincing so it's a great hope it's a firm hope and it's real yeah, yeah. well there you go George we need to write some more songs with uh, about the resurrection don't we come on it's it great it. to be able to sing Lou and Nathan's song I'll meet him in the air on t- you, were, you led after Toby yeah. Proofs and, yeah. what's it like singing their song with them in the crowd oh, you just try not to catch their eyes <laughs> 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 look anywhere else <laughs> Look at Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Look at Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Brilliant. Well, that's uh, coming to coming to land um, on 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 that one. So um, yeah, we'll end it there today. Thanks so much, George and Tobes, for your contributions there. Great discussion as always. And as I say, unfortunately, we will not be back next week, but we'll be back in two weeks' time when we'll be speaking about. This is where I always forget what it is, but it's me preaching, so I need to remember. It is uh, the the way. That is, I am the way. We were, ta- we we're taking a few weeks to look at I am the way, the truth, and the life. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be looking at that one in two weeks' time. I hope you can join us again for Live Lunch. See you soon. Have a great week. Bye.